0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for including me and including Salesforce in this important conference. Um, And also I want to thank um, on behalf of Salesforce for honoring us with the Shriver Award. Um, Eunice Kennedy Shriver was a true champion for people with disabilities um, for developmental disabilities and um, we are just really grateful to be included um, as one of these award recipients this year so thank you. Um, I was I, I can't hear that well but I um, i believe I was introduced with, with title and where I work and um, involvement in the employee resource group ability force but I just want to highlight on here that I'm not going to be able to take questions at the end. Um, so if you want to reach out, you want to learn more, you have any questions for me, please take note of my um, LinkedIn address here for Katherine C. Nichols. And um, we can definitely connect there and happy to answer any of your questions. All right. For so disclosure, I have nothing Catherine, to disclose, could you- so I'll skip over to that. Um, So, at Salesforce, we believe that business is a powerful platform for social change and that our higher purpose is to drive equality for all. Accessibility and disability inclusion are fundamental to this belief. And um, we also, our goal is to become the top employer for people with disabilities, empowering everyone to bring their authentic selves to work without fear of barriers. Um, We do this by creating accessible products and prioritizing full and equal access to our offices, meetings, and events, and through workforce development and developing meaningful employment for people with disabilities. And you can see at the bottom of this slide, too, we do this with partnerships. We do this with Specialisterna and our partnership with the ARC, which thank you, Kristen, for talking about and highlighting there. We've had a wonderful partnership with the ARC since the beginning of Salesforce, and I'll go into some more details on that in a minute. And then also a a program that we have with Cal State East Bay. So today um, I'm going to go over and review our key partnerships that we have that drive our disabilities at work programs and just give you an overview about how some of these started, what we've learned and and where we're going um, as we progress further. So as I mentioned, we've had a long-standing partnership between Salesforce and the ARC. It started in 2000 with one of our first ARC employees in our San Francisco office. Um, I've been with Salesforce for 13 years, so I know quite a few of these employees and have a um, strong connection with them. Um, not only through seeing them daily in the office and, and having exchanges in the elevator or wherever, but also at like our holiday parties and other employee events. Um, where it's great to have um, this inclusive work environment um, where we can all participate. And you can see that we have about 50 or more um, ARC or affiliate uh, uh, employees across San Francisco, New York, Indianapolis, Bellevue, and then also internationally in London and Dublin. And we're planning on expanding these both domestically and globally over the next year. And in addition to that, we've had employees um, who have sat on the ARC's board. We also volunteer often with the ARC. We've had hundreds of volunteers work with ARC programs. We host their um, art sale here um, on campus around the holiday time. And um, just a lot of different initiatives. And also, ARC is um, a Salesforce customer, which is great, too. And in 2016, Salesforce invested um, $250,000 to launch ARC's Path to College program to support continued education for adults with disabilities. Um, We hope we can continue some additional partnerships here, and we hope that other companies also take uh, this approach with partnering with the ARC and supporting the ARC, um, because it's really just a great way to employ people with disabilities with meaningful work. Now, one thing I wanted to talk to you about today is our Autism at Work program. Um, I'm sure um, I'm, that those of you in the room are probably pretty familiar with some of these statistics and um, and the um, staggering unemployment rate of of people with autism and on the autism spectrum. And so we had a community of um, Salesforce employees within our Ability Force Equality group who wanted to develop um, an autism hiring program at Salesforce and helping make Salesforce a workplace accessible for all, including people with autism. And so these, uh, these um, folks put together, one, the passion for doing this, which was great. And then also they work for a company that values this type of work. So um, they were on their way in that, in that sense. Um, but they needed to have an executive sponsor. Um, they needed to have a partner to help them with this. Um, they needed internal stakeholders who were willing to participate in, in this pilot program. And they also needed to state the business case. And there is a strong business case. Um we, it's not only kind of the right thing to do, which is what we do like to do at Salesforce, but there is, um, we need to tap into this highly talented workforce, um, where we've, we've learned that we get the benefit of having loyal, focused, and uniquely detailed employees, which is a strong advantage for a company. A study presented in a report from Accenture in partnership with Disability In and the American Association of People with Disabilities found that companies that champion people with disabilities have higher revenues, net income, and profit. So now we had our business case. And um, you can see there part of this um, this uh, graphic is business case there. And then um, we, we did find some executive sponsors who were willing to um, put some money behind this, um, put some leadership behind this. Uh, we had the committed staff. From the Ability Force team. And then we found some managers who wanted to hire um, individuals with autism into their groups within our technology organization. And then we needed an external partner to help us guide, uh, to help guide us on this journey and also to um, provide the talent to to source from. So this is where. we started working with uh, Specialist Sterna and with Specialist Sterna, we um, did the planning phase. So we provided neurodiversity training for managers. Um, They helped us recruit our candidates and uh, we conducted non-traditional interviews with about seven individuals. And when we talk about non-traditional interviews, we weren't looking at how do they greet us, how how does this candidate um, keep eye contact? Um, uh, It wasn't around that, it was more about the job function. Um, Are they able to do the coding? Are they able to do the work that had to be done for the job? And not assessing on unnecessary social skills that really were not relevant to this job that that we were sourcing for. And then we did a one month internship, which I'll go through and um, with seven individuals. Our goal was to hire five. um, And at the end of this, I can tell you that we successfully ended up hiring six um, people and, and it's working out great within our technology program. So I wanna tell you a little bit more about the one month partnership or I mean, internship. Um, So it was for four weeks, as I mentioned, and they were divided up into very specific categories for those four weeks with goals for each one of those weeks. The first three weeks activities included coding projects using Lego Mindstorms, introducing candidates to various work situations, picking up agile software development and project management skills, learning from each other and hiring teams and collaborating in team environments. And at the end of each week, the candidates presented on their coding projects to the hiring managers and the team. And then during the fourth week, the hiring teams gave candidates coding projects related to their team-specific function. And, um, and so the first week was really getting comfortable with the Salesforce office environment and daily routine. The second was um, getting comfortable with project methodology tools that we use here and, and our approaches to teaming. The third week was assessing attention to detail, maintaining documentation and keeping quality control. And then fourth was completing a project, which I mentioned before, and and showcasing that project to the management team. One of our candidates that was hired, um, I have a great quote from, from him. And he said, the best part of my job is the work environment. I enjoy people I work with, they are very, They are a very good support group I can ask questions to. I also just enjoy being able to use the stuff I've learned in a job I enjoy. And I can tell you that that's very impactful, but it's also the managers have had the same reaction, that they've really enjoyed getting to know these individuals, working with these individuals, and seeing um, the progress that that we can make with hiring people with um, neurodiverse and on the autism spectrum. So another um, partnership that we have is with the College Link Program with Cal State East Bay. And um, their mission is, is to help students who have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder to transition ex- and succeed in the higher education environment. And what we have done with this group is we have created these um, mock interviews and kind of uh, career exploration um, events. So uh, we have our, um, the students there um, take a trail from our trailhead learning program um, about Salesforce career exploration. So finding jobs that they're interested in and then tailoring their resumes to um, apply for in a mock situation for those interviews. And then we have the students come into Salesforce. Um, we teach them about Salesforce. We introduce them to key individuals and some of our executives um, we give overviews of our hiring programs and just kind of show off our office as well. And then we conduct these mock interviews. And the managers are, high, are trained as, or the ones interviewing are also trained on, um, on how to coach these individuals as well as um, to remove some of their bias when it comes to, to interviewing. So it's a learning environment for both the students and the the hiring managers or the interviewers. And then um, we also give each other feedback during that process and and learn what we can from each other. And at the end, we always do a tour of our Salesforce campus, uh, which the students really enjoy. And then I think finally, I think I do have time to show this video.
1: The College Link Program is an ancillary support program that supports students on the spectrum. We provide services beyond the legally mandated accommodations, uh, things that support students in the four domains of academics, social skills, independent living skills, and career preparation skills. Our goal is always to move students from a place of relative dependence to relative independence and provide them with a holistic college experience.
2: I'm Kevin Wang, I'm an Environmental Studies major and I want to become an environmental writer. I'm Raj Patel and my MA major is Business Administration with concentrations in Accounting and Finance. My name is Michael Yip, I'm an Illustration major and I'm currently thinking about being a possible animator or a comic book artist. So my name is Jacob Goldstein, I am a geography major and a music minor. I hope to get a career in city planning. My
3: name is Christopher Verga, I'm a sophomore and my major is computer science and I'm thinking about a career involving programming or some science. I'm James Ward, I'm a philosophy major and I'm thinking of
2: becoming a librarian and the future. My name is Naveen Romani and my majors are Computer Science and Mathematics. And the type of career that I would like in the future is Software Development. The problem is with that, um, with people on the autism spectrum having trouble finding work is, well, it's, it's complicated. Uh, to, to start off, um, I don't think people have particularly the best understanding of autism. Just from employers. They might not want a person on the spectrum because they might think they be more difficult and also, like, sometimes we don't have the best social skills, just so we might come off as different or, you know, like, we might not be able to handle the interview process. Um, people struggle to see um, how people with ASDM um, struggle with like with like um, social norms and basically the format of, um, of
1: of like a lot of careers. A lot of information that people believe, which isn't really that accurate, probably has something to do with it. Um, a lot of the time, there's a sort of human component where. Some people just aren't that great with other people. And um, that doesn't really reflect on their skills, but it can make interviews a lot harder, and then it's harder to get a job. Um, there's a lot of barriers that individuals with autism face with obtaining a job. There's pretty much barriers that hit them at every stage of the process. So from the beginning with you know looking at job descriptions and figuring out if they meet the minimum qualifications a lot of times individuals will take a very black and white interpretation and if they don't meet a hundred percent of the minimum qualifications not even apply to a job. So the idea of interpreting job postings and really understanding what you can and cannot apply for and what you're eligible for that creates a barrier just by the way job descriptions are written. Um, During the actual application process, sometimes it can be misleading and difficult for individuals to really process what it is they're asking for, which can lead to incomplete applications or applications that um, just aren't filled out correctly. So from what
3: I've seen with our students, um, they're so capable and they are so talented and if they're placed in the right type of environment that feels comfortable and safe to them, they can really thrive. Unfortunately, I've seen even in just classroom settings where there will be one thing or a couple things that are just, you know, a little out of their comfort zone, which means that they're not working productively or um, they're not meeting their fullest potential. And from the outside viewers perspective, that might look like they're incapable or they're not, um, you know, as skilled as someone else when it's really just a difference.
1: I think the CLP Salesforce partnership does a lot to address the needs of individuals with ASD who are unemployed and underemployed. not just our students, but the population in general. Um, The beautiful thing about this event is it really gives the students the experience from start to finish in terms of applying to a job. Everything from locating the job description to reading it to seeing if they meet the minimum qualifications to walking in the door and understanding what the culture of that place is, what questions they should ask in the interview, how to respond to typical interview questions, um, what what the importance of learning about a product that a company makes before you walk into the interview, Um, getting to interact with real professionals who are doing the work and seeing what the day-to-day is like. Um, That whole experience from start to finish is something that can't be replicated in a college setting. It's not something that can be taught in a class and and the experience it provides the students is, is invaluable.
2: I have been to two Salesforce days, one last year in 2018 and this year in 2019. Awesome. And can you tell us what your uh, Salesforce visits entailed? What you did when you were there? Yeah. They talked about um, different career opportunities in Salesforce. Went up, we did some interviews, there were some meetings, presentations and whatnot.
3: It helped me look at employment options and helped me discover what my options for employment are and how there are career paths that can help People on the autism spectrum.
1: Um, well, the CLP and Salesforce Day is—it's one of the biggest highlights of our summer, and it's something that all of our students really look forward to. Um, the event really starts before the event. Um, there's a lot of barriers that come up with the application process, but when you're applying to jobs, that really starts with. Finding a job posting, processing the job posting, learning about the company, learning about their product, and that that begins actually before we begin the CLP Salesforce Day, and so that really sets the stage for our students to learn about what goes into applying to jobs and and get help navigating that that procedure um, before we even set foot in the door. Uh, I
3: actually got to go to the Salesforce Day the first for the first time this year. I know it's been going on for a while. Um, It was so exciting, like for me individually just to go up uh, and see what Salesforce Tower looks like and see how they operate and learn more about their business, but um, also just to really work with their program um, and see how they're working
1: with individuals with disabilities in the workplace. Um, Then on the day of the event, it begins with a tour of the facility. Um, We learn about the products that Salesforce creates. Um, We learn a little bit more about corporate culture, and then we move into um, a series of mock interviews where Salesforce employees are paired with CLP students and they participate in mock interviews for the job postings that they located ahead of time. I didn't
3: even know that that was something the company offered, and I loved seeing that um, they're so involved.
2: Um, Do you feel like that those uh, mock interviews helped? I think so, yeah. They help with practice and learning about what I can do in an interview. What I was asked was things like, I don't know, what, was, what, am I, what do I consider my, like a, my strong points in terms of skills? Um, what am I good at? What am I not so good at? Um, what sort of career would probably work best for me? Do you feel like it prepared you more for the job for job interviews? I think so. Even though I didn't succeed in it, I, I know what to expect now. I think that Salesforce Visit helped you feel more prepared and ready to get a job when you, when you started?
3: Yes, with especially with the mock interviews. You feel like that
2: was the most helpful part?
3: Yes, it was the most helpful part. As now I think that was the mock interview. I'm so grateful that there are companies out there who may seem very busy and high powered, but are also willing and excited to work with our students. You know, they can really see the talents and the skills that they provide in a unique setting. Um, And they're also, like, they're also just very happy um, to provide whatever accommodation they may need, because I I got to see just some of how their workforce operated, and it seems like productivity is really important to them, which makes sense. But that also means um, it's not just about, like, the numbers or however that works, I'm not in sales, Um, but it's also about the happiness of their workers and um, the camaraderie between their workers. And I can just anticipate that if any of our students got hired there, they would really be like welcomed into a family.
2: And what do you feel are your best strengths as an employee? Um, writing skills, reading skills, um, creativity, uh, planning, and, um, and just knowledge. To use coding and languages to come up with algorithms for developing software. Motivated. it might feel like
1: tough, but you just gotta do it. Once you do it, there's nothing to it.
0: everyone for your time today for listening to what we're doing at Salesforce we're definitely on this journey we're not doing everything perfectly but we're here to learn and we want to learn with other companies and um, we want to influence other companies to do the same so uh, like I said if you would like to reach out connect um, please send me a message on LinkedIn um, and I'd be happy to engage with you have a good one